What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. I haven't done nearly enough thinking on this topic yet to talk about it, but it's been on my mind and not much else is coming up, so I figured why not. The reason I call this show a B show as much as a do show is because I feel like when you listen to people's content, they tend to lean towards one or the other. Like there are shows and people who just want to make you feel amazing about breathing And just being alive and being who you are. And then there's these other shows that are about constant progress and moving the needle and looking ahead and action, action, action. And I find this pervasive in society as well. It's not just content. The content is just a reflection of what it says about society and the listeners consuming it. Overarchingly, and maybe temporarily, even through phases people go through in their lives, that more often than not, there is this camp who tells you to expend a lot of your energy into acceptance. And there is this other camp who tells you to be discontent and always be addicted to the becoming of something. And I think maybe for those phases, I can understand if you come from a phase of the opposite that you balance it out. Maybe you've been in crazy action mode for a decade and now need to focus a bit on peace and acceptance and then maybe you'll go back to action. I don't necessarily see anything wrong with that. I just can't help but acknowledge the seesaw that it is and can't help but wonder if there's a better way. Why does it have to be one or the other? Because I don't really believe they exist exclusively. I think you need a bit of self-acceptance to realize any new version of you and what you're trying to create. You have to love yourself and it can only come from that place. But I think that the tension of being more than who you are is the light through the tunnel of self-acceptance that you go through. So I think ultimately self-acceptance leads you there and is not meant to keep you stagnated, which is my main problem with the self-acceptance crowd because it can quickly turn into seeking contentment and can slow down your speed of progress and can stagnate you and bring you to a halt, which will ultimately decay you against a moving world. And I think there is a huge part of this camp that expresses the sentiment so loudly as desperation of self-acceptance that it loses the spirit of it all having a point to it. This whole body positivity movement comes to mind. And I know this is an inflammatory topic as it is, and no one is telling you to hate yourself, but if you are unhealthy, I don't know what changing how you feel about yourself is going to do if it isn't going to charge you to then head in the right direction. If all the self-acceptance leads you to is foolishly loving yourself and keeping yourself in the condition where you need to continue to expend the energy into accepting, then you are missing the point. Just the fact that something about you requires this much attention and acceptance is an indication in itself that it is not a sustainable resting state and that it requires improvement or it wouldn't call for all this acceptance. So again, I don't say that you should hate yourself because that self-loathing is probably not going to lead to proper habits either. But I do believe that after you have learned to love yourself as you are, that you begin to do something about it that makes you feel better about that state. And obviously, in this case, I'm talking about something like you can change, like your weight, but if you're working so hard to accept other parts of you that are not changeable, 
like maybe your height or other parts of your appearance, then again, after the self-acceptance, the action in this case needs to be in reframing and how it actually is something to your benefit and how you will use it as an advantage regardless of a deficit that you feel. But you have to remember that this is reserved for things that you cannot change. If you jump first to changing your mentality about something and reframing with something that you can actually change, then you are leaving a gaping hole of alternative actions that you can be taking. And it does not exempt you from your responsibility. You always have to control what is controllable and surrender the things you can't in the reframing and resting state of the most productive possibility. That is realistically all we can do as humans. Which is why I say, borrow some of that energy you put into acceptance and put it into action. And I'm by no means saying that you borrow all of it. And I'm not saying that you take it. Borrow implies giving it back when you're done. But some of that energy that you are putting into loving yourself and accepting yourself as you are needs to be put into action as it will ultimately land you into a place where you need less and less energy to put into acceptance as then you stand taller and taller in the track record you are building with your actions. Whatever it is that you have, you have to use to its most productive end to serve the best of you. If you abdicate your responsibility to yourself to bring your life to its highest order given the constraints and resources that you have because you foolishly follow the temporary relief that acceptance gives you as opposed to the begrudging uphill but permanent road through action, then you will suffer the ultimate consequences of your passivity. And again, no one is telling you to hate yourself. But love is blinding. So don't love yourself to the point where you are deluded on what needs your labor, your effort, your consistency, and your suffering. You are not here to have a comfortable existence. You are here to matter. And matter gets molded, beaten, heated, and forged under intensity. Only then is matter, matter. Only then will your matter, matter. Love you, family. See you on the next show. Stay true, always.